today we are talking about chat GPT, which has been all the rage if you are on Twitter. Actually, yeah, I think most of it's on Twitter, mm-hmm. uh, but people are talking about it in the news and everything. And today we're going to drop three things that you could immediately use chat GPT for in your business. I'm very excited about it. You are a software genius. You know all of the tech things. I mean, I know basic tech, um, but I'm definitely not a tech specialist or AI specialist. I know I love technology. I wish I could understand it a little bit more. So I'm excited to hear what you have for us today. So today we're going to just talk about three very basic things that you can use it for so that we don't get into the weeds and you, the listener, can walk away with some things you can do instead of trying to get all technical. If you want to go into a technical uh, discussion, I will link to a show that I did with one of the guys who's worked with me for a long time, software engineer, where we, I think, Danielle, it was like two hours and 45 minutes of geek talk on chat GPT. (laughs) So I, I don't think our listeners here want two hours and 45 minutes. I think they want things that can actually start using. So you can go and have a free account on ChatGPT. First, let me explain just in really simple terms. And if anybody is listening who is a technology geek and says, well, Brandon, you made it too simple. It's more than that. I I know what it is. <laughs> We've been using it for a long time. We actually had early access at the one company that I have um, because we were building a, a security software and we qualified and they gave us early access. So we've actually been playing around with it for a long time now. It, it, it has evolved into now ChatGPT4, which is the newest version, which they had actually been testing for about a year now, believe it or not. But the way to think about ChatGPT is a new UI to interact with data, meaning it can sound like a human wrote it. And that's the real magic. It's based on a prediction engine where it's predicting every single word goes into these deep calculations, but you have to feed it data. And it is only as smart as the data that it has and the model that you've trained it on. So you could actually, ChatGPT could be wrong. In fact, in some cases it is wrong, but because if you tell it that two plus two equals five, and you keep telling it that two plus two equals five, then it is only as smart as that. Now, if you fed in other math data, it could figure out that actually two plus two is not five, but two plus two is four because it has this other data set. So it, it, it and the magic is it's been trained on such a large data set that it can do a lot of cool things. It's good at some things. It's not good at other things. Three things that you can't, that it is good at, is legal. So you could actually have it write a contract for you. And you go to ChatGPT, and you can just Google it, listeners, if you haven't been on there. There is a free account. You can pay $20 a month to use it. And then there's these enterprise accounts if you want to hook your company data to it or something that we're we're not going to talk about today, but it can (laughs) do more sophisticated things. But you could go into ChatGPT and say, I need a consulting agreement for X. And the more specific you are, the better it will write it. And it will write it for you. So, and it's basically reaching back into its data memory, if you will, and 
using all of the examples of those types of contracts and using it to write that contract. Now, again, the magic of chat GPT and using it quote unquote correctly is knowing what questions to ask it. So you can't just say, write me a consulting contract. If you do that, it's going to give you a very general consulting contract. But if you said, write me a one-year commitment contract to clean someone's house for this amount of money with these three ideas, it will go through and attempt to do that for you. Uh Now, what I want to caution people on is you should get a lawyer to review whatever you do in this legal case, but he can write contracts for you. Uh, it's, it's actually pretty decent at that. Second thing, second thing is marketing. Now I've used it for, I've tried it for a whole bunch of stuff. One, which I'll use as an example and, uh, of our show. So we can feed, in fact, maybe I'll do this for this show. I will feed, you can say, look at this transcript, read this transcript and come up with the three main points. Wow. So it's like a summary. Yes. Wow. Very cool. And on top of that, you could say, read this transcript and write five tweets about five different points. Wow. And it will write those tweets for you. Now, here's the caveat. It, there are now anti-chat GPTs or GPT catchers, let's call them, not anti, that can detect if something is written with this type of artificial intelligence, which it could block. Because if you think about this, you could get it to write blog posts for you. Mm-hmm. Write a blog. I actually had it. I uh, tried it. Write a blog post. 500 words on how to catch striped bass. And it wrote it. The thing is, is that if you cut and paste it, Google and all of these other companies now have these algorithms that see if it was written by AI and may penalize it and likely Mm. will. Because you could imagine you could just put this thing on autopilot. They could just write blog posts for you all day long. Right. Having said that, you could use this to inspire ideas for you. Write an ad on cleaning homes with 3,000 square feet that have five bedrooms and four bathrooms. Mm -hmm. And it will spit out an idea for you. And then you could use that to inspire you to do something else. So the inspiration part of this, I think, has a lot of power. You could also write something in your original voice and say, make this 150 words shorter. Mm. And then it would be yours. Right. But it has edited it. Wow. Very cool. I love that. So for marketing, it has a lot of implications. I think if you're you're listening to this, you can think about all the things that you could do with it. You could say, write me uh, a LinkedIn post. You could say Twitter, you could do whatever you want and then, and also come up with ideas. Well, heads up to all of our listeners. um, The ones that follow me on Twitter, my next five tweets will be AI generated and we'll see if you can. I don't know if I want you to do that because then (laughs) that, then you might get shadow banned from Twitter 
because they think that you have your Twitter stream on automation. Wow. So, so it, it really is that intense. Well, they, I, I mean, imagine what the internet becomes if everyone starts automating their feeds with chat GPT. There's also Bard and there's different versions of this type of AI. Right. And we're, we're talking about chat GPT because it's, it's really garnered the press from open AI, but uh, which is the company that owns it. I won't go into that, the details there, but uh, they've really pop made it very popular since mm-hmm. they've opened it up to everyone. But yes, because very the fun. internet would become, it would become run amok with Danielle and Brandon and every listener just automating their tweets. It'd be like, hey, come up with a tweet every five minutes um, for me or come up with 29 tweets and then you load them into the pre-programmed scheduling thing on your social media and all you're doing is throwing that stuff out. The other thing that I'll say about this is you do have to be careful because it's not your voice. It's not your tone. It's not your idea. So you want to be careful with it, but it can inspire you and you can use it. The third thing for, uh, we did legal, we did marketing. And I'm just going to say emails because you could actually have it write emails. You could, you could give it an email and let's say you received an email. Let's just say possibly I could be asking for a friend that you received an email that was, would set you off and make you angry because someone attacked you. Mm-hmm. You could say, read this email and write a delightful response. <laughs> And it will come up with an idea for you. Um, You could say, write an angry response to this email. And it could offer you a suggestion. You could write a long email and say, make this email three sentences. (laughs) And it will come back with ideas for you. So you can leverage it right now. Today, you can go to try this. Sign up for an account at... Just Google chat GPT and it'll take you there and you can sign up for an account and you can get it for free. Now, the free accounts are throttled and because so many people are using this, sometimes it times out. Okay. I'm just warning users that this is, if you pay, you have a better chance. And I think pain now gets you to GPT-4 versus GPT-3, which are, think about them as versions Mm -hmm. and the difference in versions is the algorithm is quote unquote smarter, uh, but also trained on bigger data sets. The real magic to this long term for business owners, I mean, there's so many implications to this, is even customer service. You could make this a very intelligent customer service agent for you. However, you need to have all of your questions and answers documented. Mm in a process so that you could feed this algorithm those answers and it could interact. It can't, it doesn't know domestic divas cleaning companies protocols or you, right. you know, you, it's not magic like that. You do have to feed it, but customer service is where I see an opportunity to really not make customers so angry when you try to automate right. maybe the first part of your customer service experience where now it says, Danielle, press one for this, press two for this, press three. You could just say, tell us what your problem is, Danielle. And you say, 
um, my, uh, I need a new part for my car. I want to see if I can get an aftermarket part and what the price is. And because the interface on ChatGPT is this prediction engine that can understand language and interpret language and then predict what to say back based on the data, then it could come up with a more intelligent solution for you other than mm. press one for parts, right. press two for, you know, it could, it, it could actually even read your invent the inventory. Okay. Which wow. is basically what's happening. It says, Hey, Danielle, there's one part at 1795. Now I, I don't want listeners to get caught up and think that this is just magic. Like you just, there is programming relate, programming required. The first three examples that I went over, you can do today. Right. You you do have to, you have to give it some of the data like we talked about, or you could, you could just say, write a, you know, a post on cleaning homes. It's just not, it's going to be general, but it right. can inspire you. In these cases where we're talking about customer service, you are going to have to hook it through an API, which they do now have uh, the ability to, to these systems that you have. The thing that I worry about longer discussion is, are you going to contribute your data to this other, to this larger data set? Who owns that data? Once you do that, uh, chat GPT algorithm is a black box. We can't see how it's predicting itself necessarily. We can't, it doesn't give us that, that data. Whereas if you do a Google search right now, it comes up with the top 10 Google results right. and you click on them and you can at least understand how you got to that answer by the mm-hmm. by the results and then what you clicked in ChatGPT it doesn't give you that so mm. it's sort of a black box so there there are some concerns around that but initially here this thing is um it is rev- it is a revolutionary interface Very it cool. makes C- Siri and um, echo and those things just look stupid. So <laughs> give it a try. No, I'll put, I'll put the, um, yeah, I will put the links in the show notes and, um, and that's, that's a very quick summary in 14 minutes on chat. <laughs> I love that. So I just want to touch on your point where you said you do, you know, for more advanced things, you do need a system and a process for those. And so my brain was kind of spinning there where I guess really down the road, I, and I don't know how quick or how advanced something like this is. Again, I'm not in tech, I'm not in software. However, thinking about it, if we were to have a system and a process already where we would just basically hire someone and train them to be a customer service representative based on our system and our process, rather than that, we could now train chat GPT and uh, and they could do that instead. That's exactly right. But but you got to have the systems, the processes, the scripts, the answers, you you do have to have them done. And then you right. and I both know that people say they'd have that, but then when you ask for the book, they can't. They don't. <laughs> <laughs> but your your idea is exactly correct. I, I, I think it will, I still think you need a human in the loop mm-hmm. because, but I think that this in that case will make things, uh, you you it will streamline your business and probably save you a bunch of money. Now now save a bunch of money we have to see because this 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 isn't a free service. It's gonna right. cost per 
you know, how they charge bandwidth or, or requests or whatever they do. But wow. yes, your idea is exactly correct. Any system or process that is documented, you can feed this thing and it will, in theory, spit out an answer based on how you train it. Wow. So I remember our conversation we had, I think it was about this time last year or maybe last summer where we were talking about um, robots and things like that because Tesla came out with their robot. So we were talking about how it's going to change the industry or change the world really um, with having robots. And we were talking about how, for example, in, in the future, our company could be all robots and we could just have maybe one person running a company, one person servicing the robots and Next thing you know, um, we have a Domestic Divas Cleaning Co. Robotics. Um, so on top of that, now we have this chat GPT and this AI. So just before we get off here, do you think, and this could be a very open question, do you think that in the near future, AI and robots and robotics are going to really change the workforce? Oh, completely, because now it made the robot smart. And then the robot can talk to you based, <laughs> on, based on its experience and sound human. That's wow. the, the magic is, is it sounds human. And wow. yeah, well, what it will become an expert on is, is Danielle's house or Brandon's house. We, we like our house cleaned on Wednesdays. Uh, Brandon likes the, the wood stacked all likes to have wood on hand all the time for the fireplace. Mm -hmm. Yvette does wants no dishes at night in the sink. And, and then it could in theory talk to you like, Hey, did you do the dishes? Yes, <laughs> I did the dishes. I always, I know you like the dishes done in the evening and that sound, it could really say that. And it, wow. that sounds like a human. It's just an algorithm that's using data and experience and it could actually learn. So it could come in and, and it, say one day you're, it's vacuuming and you're on recording a podcast and you tell it, don't vacuum when I'm on a podcast. Well, now it just learned. So wow. now it becomes an expert, no, no, not unlike a human. Right. Right. Not unlike a human. But yes, right. I think how far away are we? We're a little ways away. This thing isn't complete magic. It has, um, it's still, it is only as good as the data it's trained on. It can go off the rails. Um, you know, my car, I got the newest update with the Tesla updates, full self-driving beta. It is very, very good. I would say that it is like a 27 or 30 year old driving now. Um, but I would prefer to have someone who's like maybe a little bit more experienced <laughs> <laughs> or, 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 or something like that, if I'm going to rely 100% right. on, on, on an AI-driven things. But yes, I, and it's going to be exponential is my prediction. Are we going to be replacing humans? Well, all I'll say is I read recently that uh, McDonald's, they built a McDonald's that's fully automated. So you tell me. Right. Like, if it can make burgers, fries, drinks, and serve customers already, right. how far away are we? And that's a great point to leave that on. And maybe we can do another episode next week on our thoughts of that and replacing all of that, um, which is so crazy to think. But great episode, Brandon. Oh, I will put some links in the show notes for everyone that will be partially generated with ChatGPT. And then <laughs> um, 
yeah, thanks everybody for listening. Amazing. Thanks, Brandon. Bye everyone.